Walker puts up the last shot. It counts to make the margin three. 91-88, Illinois is the Big Ten Tournament Champion. It's BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski and Ross Tucker on the BetQL Audio Network. Four games tonight, and the tournament really kicks into high gear on Friday. Still not used to saying that on Friday. Joe Ostrowski, Ross Tucker. This is BetQL Daily on the BetQL Audio Network with you weekdays, 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern on the Radio.com app, the Radio.com Sports YouTube page. On 1430 in Denver, make sure you subscribe to the podcast, iTunes, Spotify, and Radio.com. Let's head out to Vegas and bring in Chuck Esposito. He's the race and sportsbook director for Station Casinos. Chuck, about 24 hours before we get into round number one of the tournament, uh, can you feel a shift in the city? Does, Does it feel like you're starting to get a jolt of energy out there? It absolutely does, guys. First, it's good to be on with you, and uh, yay sportsbooks. I mean, we're uh, we're excited <laughs> about it. I mean, of course, last year we know we didn't have the tournament, and after that big football game in, in February, uh, you know, it, it's all about the tournament. So we're excited about it. You can definitely tell there's kind of a buzz and a, and a hype and, you know, uh, just an excitement in the air that's really contagious throughout the property this time of year. All right, so Chuck, I want you to expound on both those things. First, you mentioned how big it is. Give us some reference on the tournament and the handle you guys get for it, what it compares to in terms of other events on the sports calendar. It really doesn't compare to, to anything outside of Super Bowl. I, I think when you look at the, the tournament as a whole and having uh, 10 days uh, that you're going to be having college basketball and early start times for us being the – Pacific time zone games are starting around 9 a.m. They don't conclude until close to, you know, 10 o'clock our time. Just the atmosphere is crazy. I mean, you've got people that are, you know, wanting to to get here early to get a seat. We see a lot of the same guests who come out year after year and make plans to spend it out in Vegas to enjoy everything the tournament has to offer and really everything Vegas has to offer. It's going to be about 80 here this weekend. You've got the weather, uh, the entertainment aspects, great restaurants. We know things are, are different right now. There's still social distancing protocols in place everywhere, but you can kind of just tell that people are excited to have the college basketball tournament. We've got a big, you know, kind of king of the hill, last man standing contest going on, a big bonus if you sign up for our SDN mobile app. Um, it's just a fun atmosphere, guys. You can just tell that people are getting here early, staying later, and having fun uh, knowing that the tournament is right around the corner. Yeah, that was going to be the other one, Chuck, is just what are the rules right now out there in Vegas and in the sports book? It's, you know, from, from a property standpoint or, or individual venues, it's more like 50% capacity. Uh, we still have every other seat in the book, and there's still queue lines that uh, the guests are standing, you know, six feet uh, apart. Uh, we're sanitizing after every wager at the windows. There's plexiglass um, in between. But I think guys are just happy to be back, guys. We're, we're happy to see them. They're happy to be back. It doesn't matter if you're a $10 better or a $10,000 better. You're just enjoying, you know, being back at it and having some fun with it. And, you know, you can still be a social distancing hero by having uh, one of our mobile accounts and just playing from the comfort of, you know, your living room here in town. So you can just tell there's kind of an added excitement. We know that, you know, all the games are in Indy, uh, six different venues, uh, 
kind of a different format this year with the Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and then week two, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. So we really haven't experienced tournament games on a Monday or Tuesday before. Anxious to see how that is. But uh, overall, you know, the arrow's definitely pointing up and uh, people are excited about it, as we are on our side of the counter. With Chuck Esposito on BetQL Daily, Chuck is the sportsbook director for Station Casinos out in Las Vegas. And uh, Chuck, Major League Baseball opening day still two weeks away. NBA, NHL continues to go on. We've got NFL free agency. Maybe some people are reacting and getting some futures bets in on some of the longer shots for the Super Bowl. Uh, with, with the tournament starting, does everything else take a back seat, or does uh, the rising tide lift all ships and they're just betting on everything now? it's the rising tide lifts all ships guys. It's uh, you know, it's, there's so many things going on right now and you're right. I mean, uh, pro football, free agency frenzy, uh, especially the Patriots. They've been a team that we've seen, you know, that we've already dropped the odds on the Patriots with the moves that they've made. Um, You've got major league baseball, as you guys talked about right around the corner, a bunch of different props up for baseball, not too far away from the masters. You look at hockey and basketball past the midway points. So there's a lot of stuff on the board right now. Uh, A lot of good horse racing with derby prep races going on. So really both sides of the room, um, you know, you can, you can feel it opposed to where we were at a year ago at this time. um, It's definitely a cool atmosphere right now. So Chuck, usually when we talk and we talk a lot about pro football all season, you know, you always usually want the underdogs to win because the public's so heavy on the favorites. I'm curious with the NCAA tournament, since it's such a underdog Cinderella story, do you see more bets on underdogs for the tournament than you do like in the NFL, for example, or is it still heavy on the favorites? It's, it's still us pretty much heavy on the favorites. Um, you do, you, you do get some underdog play. I think the tournament's different now than it was, say, you know, five, ten years ago especially, is that there's so much more parity. When you look at the, the first day on Friday and Saturday, you don't see nearly as many huge, huge favorites as you did in the past. I think a lot of these smaller schools where, where kids are there for three and four years, they, they know that they can play with some of the blue bloods. They know that they can play with the big boys. And there's so much information out there. We're clearly in an information era. And you watch all of these shows and the different sites online that are talking about teams that people like, that, you know, there are live dogs in a lot of these games. And, and the betters back that sometimes. We're still rooting for, I would say, more underdogs uh, overall than than, than favorites, but you do get some play. And, and it's funny, but when you have some of these David against Goliath matchups and David is hanging late in the game and it's obvious they're not going to cover, man, does the crowd get behind the dog and just create a fun atmosphere in the book. And Chuck, speaking to some of those underdogs, it, you get the feeling that we know the public underdogs, Ohio, Santa Barbara, Winthrop, Liberty, a lot of chatter about those teams, but are they backing it up? With their wallet, are are those the public dogs, or there's some other ones that they're betting right now? No, they they are backing it up with their wallet. I mean, even uh, the playing game tonight. I mean, we've seen considerable money on Michigan State, who opened up a a dog, a slight dog in, in that game, and it's been all one sided as far as Michigan State goes. But you're right. You, you look at you know some of those dogs. I mean, although I think Arkansas, 
is a good team. You've seen money on Colgate come in and, and some of the other dogs that, that you've mentioned, they're, they're backing. I mean, clearly Winthrop is, is a darling that they're backing, Santa Barbara. And I think a big part of that is just the information that they're kind of hearing right now and seeing and listening to these analysts saying, hey, the matchups bode well for some of these smaller schools. They've got kids that have been there for excuse me, two and three years. They play well together. They're well balanced. And this is what they bring to the table. And, you know, the favorite could win, but the point spread is the ever equalizer, guys. And, and that, that becomes the key factor in some of these tournament games, of course. So I'm curious, Chuck, like for tonight, right? Let's talk about the two 11 seed games. Drake, Wichita State, Michigan State, UCLA. How much more will you have bet on Michigan State, UCLA than Drake, Wichita State, just because of the nature of the schools? I think it's, it's two reasons, guys. It's one, the nature of the school. Uh, we clearly have the, the largest handle of the four playing games on that team. It's also the, the late game tonight. So it's a, our time, it's, it's tip-off is right before 7 p.m. our time. So everything from all the other games are going to that game. It, it's the last game of the night. It's two marquee teams, both who have cut down the nets before, both popular teams. Um, everyone always talks about the Izzo factor, you know, in the tournament. And I think that's one of the reasons you're seeing a lot of money come in on Michigan State, even with our close proximity to Southern California and a, and a lot of UCLA backing from time to time. But uh, we're clearly going to be Bruin fans tonight. And uh, that is by far our largest handled game of the four playing games so far. Yeah. Okay. So what, so Chuck, what's the deal with no Duke, no Kentucky when, when blue bloods are out and I guess it hasn't happened in a while or ever that they've both been out. Do you think that'll have a big impact on, on the handle for you guys? I would normally say yes, but I think the fact that the last time, you know, that we were able to talk about a tournament was 2019 and that you've seen so much hype with a school like Gonzaga, who's undefeated, has a chance to be the, uh, you know, the, the team since 1976 when Indiana went undefeated um, to cut down the nets. I think it was about that time when, when Duke wasn't in it last. Um, so maybe a coincidence there, but, but I, I think, again, just because of the excitement this year and kind of the different format and, and having teams like Gonzaga and, and Baylor and how dominant the Big Ten has been, and you know, you know, having Illinois play well, there's so much parity. And I think Gonzaga really now has kind of captured the, uh, the attention of everybody. Can they be that undefeated team? People favor them, you know, hugely in the West. Um, so I'm going to say that it's not going to be that big of an impact this year, guys. Uh, just because we didn't get it last year. So uh, while we're talking about that, Chuck, I'm, I am curious as well. When you talk about what people are betting on, how many of it is just betting on individual games and how much futures action or other prop bets, other stuff are you getting? It's a combination of both. Ross, I, I think when you look at the individual games, they're always going to draw a tremendous amount of play. Um, like, as I mentioned, we have our last man standing contest. It's a format, format where you're picking one game um, a day against our contest line. You win and you move on. Um, the futures have been up, the regions, and we've got some great props up, too. Well, you know, will a, a number 12 seed win at least one game? Um, you know, for an example, that, that, that's one. You can bet, you know, conference. Uh, which conference will win the tournament? Of course, the Big 12 and Big 10. 
have the shortest odds. Uh, you've got all these schools that we have up to make the Sweet 16. Will Texas make the Sweet 16? West Virginia, I can go on and on with that. There's just so many different ways to bet the tournament. It's become such a, a big part of everything we have to offer. We're always trying to be more creative, think outside the box, add things to the wagering menu, and the guests love it. And again, everything you can do in our books, you can do with the mobile app, our SDN mobile app as well. So uh, we love when the guests come out. We know it's a little different now. But you can enjoy all this stuff from the comfort of your living room as well. Chuck, any sharp sides for the first round? You know, I think we've seen a lot of play on these games. Um, I think you're going to see more of it, guys, probably uh, tomorrow um, and Saturday than anything else. I haven't seen any huge, huge uh, sharp plays yet. But, uh, you know, as we talked about earlier, we definitely had some money coming in early on, on Winthrop. Um, you know, Liberty, we saw some money coming in on. There's been some money on, on Oregon State. So there has been a little bit more dog play early on. Anxious to see how that changes when the public starts firing away over the next 24 to 48 hours. How about a reaction to uh, some of the NFL movement that we've seen? No top-tier quarterbacks, but we've seen teams like New England and Washington improve. Any reaction there? Absolutely. I, I think both those two teams right now, are the two that you can say we've definitely seen some some positive trending where the, uh, the the public has backed those teams and you've seen their odds go down. On the flip side, you've seen uh, them betting the Bears' odds actually go up. You know, with all the hype that they had about being in on Watson, being in on Wilson, <laughs> um, betters, you know, don't like what, what they've done at quarterback right now. But I clearly think when you look at, you know, Washington, uh, picking up uh, Curtis Samuel to go with uh, – uh, Scary Terry and having Ryan Fitzpatrick, that offense got a lot better, and they're a very good defensive team. But really, the Patriots, with what they've done so far, I think they've really closed the gap a lot, especially with Miami, because you don't know for sure if Tua will take that next step. They're not going to be able to go to the bullpen, per se, and put Fitzmagic in. So, and, and Buffalo, you know, did lose a few players, although they were able to retain um, uh, a couple of guys as well, Milano, and they did pick up Emmanuel Sanders. But, uh, you know, I think the Patriots, more than any other team right now, has made the biggest splash in the offseason in the NFL. Chuck Esposito, Race of Sportsbook Director for Station Casinos. Chuck, have fun this weekend. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Just uh, enjoy being able to talk about it with you guys. And uh, <laughs> look forward to catching up after the first couple of rounds next week as well. Oh, really? we will definitely be doing that. There's Chuck Esposito. Go see him at Station Casinos. Uh, he mentioned the Bears. It's funny. They make an addition at the quarterback position, and the odds go up. I saw some places move from 40 to 50 after the Dalton. I saw that multiple places. You don't see that happen very often. <laughs> you do not. Uh, we're going to switch to the NBA. Our guy, Ryan McDonough, will drop by to talk about the association. Joe Ostrowski, Ross Tucker, you're locked into the BetQL Audio Network.